Welcome to another episode of Framing New Heights, where abundance is the answer, ceilings don't exist, and beliefs have no limits. Please welcome your host, Coach Mike and Coach Tone. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. All right, welcome to another great episode of Framing New Heights. My name is Michael Hicks. I am your host today, my guy, Tony Glover. He's out with the flu right before the holidays, so let's give him a special shout-out right now. So I'm going to do my very best to hold the fort down, so to speak. And today's topic, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners out there that have been sharing our podcast, that have been giving us the reviews, the five-star reviews. We've got quite a few five-star reviews. Been sending some emails as far as what, what the actual topics that you guys are interested in. And today we are going to get into the, well, actually I am going to get into the wonderful topic of purpose. What is our purpose? Purpose makes us happy. Purpose makes us fulfilled. Purpose brings us joy. What is our purpose? What would you say? And I'm going to get into that today. And for those of you that maybe aren't very biblical, or I hate, I hate the term religious because our creator doesn't want us to be religious. He wants a relationship with you. So as I dive in today, and I'm going to talk about purpose and the importance of purpose, and it's actually part of my 12-week program that I use for my clients. And I want to begin today by talking about where do you actually find purpose? Now, there are a couple ways that you can go about finding actual purpose. And I call it like two routes that you can take towards figuring out your purpose. And I'm going to ask our listeners out there, do you spend time guessing? You know, people for centuries have gone the route of misusing about the meaning of life, you know, questioning the origins of life and wondering what they should do with their valuable time here on earth. And when I ask you those questions and I say that statement, does that resonate with you? Does it, is that actually you? Because there's an actual, another route you've probably taken as well. And let me talk about that. You look inward for answers about your purpose, right? Like, oh my gosh, like there's something just not right. I don't feel fulfilled. Well, ask, your, your, ask yourself these questions. Why am I here? And I'm going to go in right now. I'm going to share with you, our listeners out there, a personal story of mine. I'm going to do my very best not to get emotional, but this is me practicing vulnerability. And if Coach Tone was here, he probably would laugh because I think I do a very good job, not only in my relationships, but with my daughter practicing vulnerability as a 50-year-old man. And I think that's really vital to understand that we have strengths that God has given us and we also have weaknesses. I contemplated and I asked myself that question. I, I asked myself the question. I said to myself, I said, why am I here? And I set it up to the Lord. And I have my hand up. If you're looking, if you're catching this on the video right now, I got my hand up high and I'm like, Lord, why am I here? Backtrack. I'm going to tell you the story on, on, on a book that I picked up. I'm not going to give you the name of the book yet because then you're going to stop listening to this podcast. But I'm going to give you the name of this book that transformed and changed my life for the better. So I'm going to break the story down and, and, and it's interesting how I'm going to share the story right before the holidays because it still is like a thorn in my side 
and I've learned so much from it. And the reason why I contemplated my purpose in life, I had an opportunity, and I'm going to share this story with you. Oh, this is quite some time ago. This was probably 12, 14 years ago. I had the opportunity to take a few students of mine that I had taught, and I was a, an avid educator for quite some time. I had an opportunity. I think NBC News was going to come out and film, but it was an actual boot camp for, for kids. And the boot camp was for teenagers just to get in better shape, feel more self-confident about themselves, etc. As I've taken them out there a couple of times, and these are students that I've worked with, so I had a really good relationship with them. It was actually four of them. And it's interesting because I talked to some of the who are now grown men. I'll give you the names. Uh, it was Malik, Darius, Malcolm, Stefan, and KP. That's five. See, I don't know how to count. I don't know how to count. I got to do better with that. I'll be honest, full full confession. I got to do better with that. So I, t- I pick them up. I'm picking them up daily. I'm taking them out to Burlington, Wisconsin. And for those of you that really, truly want to know more about the story, you probably can type in drowning Burlington, Wisconsin, and, and you probably could read the input or the, the actual facts about, about the, according to news. Sometimes that's always not factual. But anyway, as I'm continuing the story. So two days go by and they're like, and they knew I had a boat. And they're like, hey, Mr. Hicks, you've got to bring out your boat. Why don't you, we'll do, we'll do the boot camp and then we'll go out to the lake afterward. All right. So I finally gave in. I, I kept saying no. I kept saying no. So I finally gave in. I gave in. We took him. I took him out. I had the boat connected to my F-150. We drove out, put the boat in the water, get in the water. We're, we're, we're trolling around a little bit. And I just stopped and we're talking. Beautiful day out. Actually, it was a little cloudy that day. And we're talking. One of the, the kids, his name is Darius. He still has his socks on. He's, he's, he's getting down to his swim trunks. He took his shirt off. He's Now, mind you, these kids are seventh, eighth graders. And I'm like, Darius, you still have your socks on. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm good, Mr. Hicks. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. All right. Still talking and hanging out. And, and now the kids want to start jumping in. For growth, for change, make sure you check out www.livetothrive.com. Com. Get a free whoop one month for free by clicking on the link in the bio. Darius, Darius, one of the one of the kids that was with me, he says, he says, I sw- I can swim like Michael Phelps, and I was like, oh okay, but you have socks on. It was a little a little quirky, and I didn't really understand that perspective at that moment. I I should have had all cylinders firing, I guess, so to speak, but I I didn't. I, I, I like I like to allow kids to be kids. Well, Darius jumps in the water, you guys. He jumped in the water. He came up panicking, and all the kids around were laughing. They thought he was joking. Darius was drowning, you guys. I jump in. I panic, right? Panic. Jump in to save him. So I jump in the water. I get him, and we're both going up and down like a bobber. And I I, I realized at that moment, as he, he was panicking, and I, I, didn't, I didn't have the proper certification at that time on how to handle drownings, right? There's a certain way you hold them to embrace them, to know that they're okay, but then you also got to calm them down. And I've, I've obviously now taken courses on this and to, to realize that. So we're, we're panicking. I don't even know how long the time goes. And by, by this time, I don't even know what happened. All I know is I look off in the distance and I see the boat wasn't anchored. And mind you, the boat is a 18-foot Bayliner Capri. For those of you that don't know what that is, it's basically small boat, not super big. Not horsepower is not super big, but I didn't have it anchored in, so it kept drifting. And it was a little windy that day. When that happened, 
I remember seeing it drifting and I was like, I don't even know what to do. The next thing I know is I'm getting pulled up by a fisherman. I think there was two. And I laid there. As you lay there, and this is like literally, you watch these movies of people being in water for long periods of time. And then when they lay down, they like spew all this water out. Well, that was me. As soon as I came came to and, and all the water's coming out, I'm like, where is Darius? Where is Darius? They didn't, the fisherman didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, a boy, a boy, you got to find him. You got to find him. So he had drowned. Cops were called. I get pulled into a squat car. And I remember the conversation. And I remember the parents coming out there and their looks on their faces and... Oh, I know this is supposed to be a joyful podcast, and but this is also a podcast today that really describes purpose because it was a scary, sad day for, for those families, and it was a very sad, scary day for me. And I remember in the, in the, in the squad car, the officer telling me that I didn't have to worry about criminal charges. Which, you know, scary, right? You live a life that you want to be a good life and a purpose-driven life and one that is in the likeness and footsteps of your creator. And here I am. I took the life away from a parent of a kid that I absolutely loved, appreciated, picked up for practices, was going to be a stud athlete. And here I am, I I didn't do my dual diligence, right? So I think the next day or so, I maybe it was two days, I don't even remember. It was kind of a blur. This is during the summer time. And um, I talked to my superintendent at the time for the school district that I was working at. And she's like, Mr. Hicks, you got to hire a criminal attorney. And I was, I was like, criminal attorney? She's like, yeah. So I did, and it was on news and everything, and he gave a statement, and I, I was, the, the criminal charges were dropped, y'all. They, they, were, all, they were all dropped, um, and then I got held in civil court for a civil lawsuit, and now mind you, during this process, this, this civil piece was going on, and I'm going to tell you guys, I have never felt... I didn't want to live anymore. I I mean, I almost died in the in that situation. I almost drowned if it wasn't for the fishermen pulling me up. I, I, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be a father. I wouldn't be telling you my story. I wouldn't be helping thousands of people that I do every single day today. I really contemplated my purpose. I'm like, God, why am I here? And at, for those of you that are avid listeners, I, I am a practicing Christian. And whether you, you, you have a, a, you know, Buddha is your creator or wherever you, there's a, probably a higher purpose for you somewhere. I think we all can agree that there's always a higher purpose. There's something else out there that gives us a sense of direction and, 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 and longing for. And I didn't know you guys what my purpose was. And I remember, and I don't know if any of you have ever experienced this. Have you ever cried so hard that you couldn't even control your body. It like just falls to the ground. Yeah, that's what I went through for like eight days in a row. I literally remember just sneaking out 
And at one time I came back and there was like seven news reporters. It was like, like, it's like, seriously, it was like a, like a movie. And luckily the person that I was dating at the time really helped that situation. It's interesting how God puts certain individuals in our lives at that particular time to, and, and thank you. If, if that person ever listens to this, Casey, thank you for, for being there during that moment in time, because that was one of my darkest moments. And I didn't want to be here. I, I remember calling my pastor and then I finally, I finally got a, uh, I found an awesome, 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 highly suggested a, a therapist and she was magnificent. Oh my goodness. Wow. And it was without her as Dr. Herzog, if she's ever listening, Dr. Herzog, I, I immensely am grateful for you as well. I'm immensely great, grateful for my pastor that I grew up with and from St. Paul's congregation. He had a great conversation with. Me. Meanwhile, all the, while all this is going going on, you guys, I got outpouring of calls, and I'm not lying. Probably thousands of calls, probably hundreds of emails, texts. Miss Tricks, we love you. You're okay. And I get emotional talking about it because it was hard when you when you when you when your intent is something good, right? And the intent doesn't go the way you wanted it to go. So I did all that. And all of a sudden I got handed this book. I do not remember who handed me this book, ironically. I, I, I don't remember. But it, the book is called, and for those of you that are listening right now, and if you're truly struggling, well, what the heck is my purpose? Why am I here on this earth what is it about? What am I doing? What's my reason? And this episode was brought to you by Live to Thrive. What I do is I help high achievers rebrand their inner self as well as their outer self through the synthesis of my mind, body, and soul program. Through holistic perspective, you, the client, in just 12 short weeks, will obtain an enhanced version of themselves by regaining a sense of direction, purpose, vitality, more energy, and reconnecting with fitness and an ever-changing mindset. The journey begins from the passenger seat of your life and concludes in my 12-week program in the driver's seat. You'll be able to refine and sustain your consistency, achieve self-growth through the positive mindsets, mantras, empowerment, self-narratives, and finding a connection with your bigger purpose. So stop being the passenger of your life today and gain control by becoming 1% better in mind, body, and soul. We interrupt this podcast and bring to you our sponsor, Can't Sleep, Aches and Pains. You must check out Evergreen Full Spectrum CBD Oil. When you go to the website, that website is www.superfungummies.com. Enter in the promo code NEW HEIGHTS. They have 1,500 milligrams and 3,000 milligrams of CBD oil from pure Amish hemp. Third-party tested, nothing but the best. Just by entering the promo code NEW HEIGHTS, you can get almost 50% off regular retail price. Your regular retail price of $139, with that promo code, you pay $55 for 3,000 milligrams. And 101 for 1,500 milligrams, you just pay $41. Just by entering the promo code New hype. Back to the podcast. The book is called Purpose Driven Life. And it's by a wonderful pastor that writes this book. And he really gives you a sense of direction and understanding of what your life's about. 
And here's, I'm just going to give you, so it goes back to that question that I asked you before I got into the story is why am I here? I know why I'm here. God's like, you know what? You're going to be an amazing father. You're going to change people's lives. You're going to impact them. You're going to tell them your story. You're going to show them resilience. You're going to tell them and share with you the power of prayer. Literally on your hands and knees during that moment, I was on my hands and knees just praying, God, help me. Give me direction. Give me, give me some sense of understanding. What do you want more for me to do on this planet? What is your bidding, right? What is your bidding? You know, we, we, we just came back from a, a church last night, a sermon. Oh, it's just a beautiful sermon. It was about gratitude, obviously, right, right before Thanksgiving and the holidays. And, you know, this kind of ties in. Like, I'm so thankful for my mom that got me. She put me to church. I remember, gosh, going through the long services in eighth grade graduation, having to be, or communion. I think it was communion at that time. I think I got, I got communion in eighth grade. It was the hottest day of the year. Hottest day of the year. I remember just going through all this stuff. But why am I here? That book gave me a lot of self-direction on why I'm here. And I'm going to just tell you guys, for those of you that are listening, you're unique. There's no one like you in the 9 billion people that are on this planet. There is no one like you. Take a moment right now and reflect on that. There's no one like you. Oh, man, but Michael, you don't understand. I got all this stuff, man. So do I. I had it. That's only one of the stories I have. I get it. I understand. You have so many God-given abilities and that you're unique. Here's the next question. What should define your purpose? This is the next question. What should I do with my life? What should you do? How are you making your life beautiful? We get 78 years on average, on average, if we're average, to live on this planet. I lived over half of my life. And at one time, I didn't want to be here. And now I look and I see all the blessings of of individuals and students that I maybe had in the past that come up to me and just randomly, you're out somewhere. Oh my gosh, Mr. Hicks, you were the best teacher ever. My dad, I didn't have a dad, but my daughter was like, just the other day, dad, you're the best dad ever. Man. And then you get the big hug, right? As a parent, there's nothing like that. I'm getting emotional talking about it. I will say, though, I'll say when boys lose their mother, they become men. Because there's nothing like a hug from mom, right? Nothing like that. I never really had a hug from dad. So I don't really know. So I can't really, literally, and I use the word can't in that sequence. I can't talk about that. But we know hugs. What what do hugs do, you guys? They release endorphins. Endorphins make us feel good about ourselves. So that's the second question. What should I do with my life? The third question, are you ready for this? This is the big one. Am I going to make an impact on this world? What's your impact, you guys? How are you making an impact? How are you making a change? I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Michael, I'm a nobody. I'm an average Joe. Perfect. Your creator loves you. You know how you can make an impact? 
You could smile more. You could say great morning. You see garbage outside, you pick it up, throw it in a garbage can. You see a cart adjacent somewhere where it's just in the middle of a parking lot, go put it away. Oh man, Michael, that's only a little thing. You're right. It is. Little things create great things. Great things create momentum. Momentum creates success. Ultimately, we all that are listening right now, we all need a sense of direction. Where do I start? Start with motivation. And I know, and I know everybody's like, well, but here's the thing. Motivation does run out. I get it. I understand that. I've actually talked to clients about this. That's why you got to create momentum. And that's a whole new different podcast. But when you, when you get that urge and that excitement and the, that motivation, right? That feeling, how many ever have that feeling like, man, it's Christmas Eve, right? What an exciting time of the year right now. We're joyful. We're excited. The spirit's there. What if you could take that moment, and my listeners that are out there, take that moment, kind of like, it's almost like taking a, a cup or a glass, putting it in water, and that's like just a sample, and then just sealing it up. But then seeing it and using it every day. Every day you should be like Christmas Eve. Oh, Michael, you don't understand what I go through. I got 45 minutes of traffic one way, one day. I got 45 minutes of traffic the other. No, I do. Raising my hand right now, I do. Every day, probably saying, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. But how am I making an impact when that happens? What am I doing? I'll tell you what I'm doing when I'm making those commutes. I pray. I give thanks. I give gratitude. I reflect. Even when someone cuts me off, my response is immediately, they needed that spot more so than I did. That can be hard. Trust me. I could tell you guys some road rage stories that I had when I was younger. Oh my goodness. And I look back as, wow, was I a knucklehead. Yeah. Dumb stuff. But we reflect, right? We learn from our past. Don't look back at your past and live in it. Look back in your past and reflect on it. I think I just did a reel on that. I want to go back to motivation. We will run out of motivation, you guys. So it's important to gain momentum, which then creates success, which I talked about. Understanding the simple way will inspire you to greater heights. What is your dharma? What are you doing to give back? That's how you find your purpose. Have you volunteered at a soup kitchen? Have you volunteered to do something? Go ring a bell. I did that for a few years, Salvation Army. Or no, is, is it Salvation Army, the Red Kettle? I think it is. But you just ring a bell. And and when I did that, I made it a spectacle. Everybody, And those of you that know me, they're probably like, yeah, of course you did, Michael. Yeah, I dressed up as, who's the dude from Frozen? I'm drawing a blank. I'll come back. I'll find it on here, the characters of Frozen. But I dressed up as one of the characters from Frozen. And, and I was ringing the bell. And then what a great conversation. And that's the other thing too. How can you make this about, how can you make it a better place? Strike up conversations. Stop walking you guys with your heads down. Because when we walk with our heads down, we don't see what's ahead of us. We don't see the blessings that are given to us. Your life is a gift. Oh, by the way, I just looked it up. I dressed up, I dressed up as Kristoff. From Frozen. If you guys want to check out who that is, it was quite a display. Your purpose is, why am I here? What should I do with my life? 
Am I going to make an impact on this world? So knowing your dharma, there's a book out there too about that. I'm sure if you Google it, you can find it. How do I find dharma? I'm going to give you four simple steps, you guys, for our listeners out there today to find your dharma or find your purpose in life. Number one, what brings joy and fulfillment in your life? What is it? I tell you for me, it's pod, this podcast. It's my daughter. It's my relationship. It's my ability to give back on, on things that God has blessed me with and with his gift of wisdom through life, through purpose, through direction, through transformation. So number one, joy and fulfillment. Let me explain. The starting point is to look through your life right now for the most joyful and fulfilling moments and experiences. I love educating. I love transforming lives. I love making other people smile. Because the objective here is to find the focal point of your peak life experiences. Then think about five to seven stories from your life where you could, where you have achieved something that you're very proud of. One of mine is my Live to Thrive company. One of mine is the birth of my daughter. One of mine is the ability that my creator has given me to stay healthy and strong and work out. And really hone on those experiences where you felt the surge of joy and fulfillment. I love this time of the year and I'll tell you why. My mom... During, during the month of December would literally, and as you can see, for those of you who are catching this video in the background, there's a beautiful tree. Very holiday-ish, right? So my mom would decorate the house like it was a winter wonderland. And it was beautiful, gorgeous. And the spirit that came along with it, I remember as a kid, it was so funny. I'll share this quick story with you really quick. I must have been nine. We were out in West Bend. I don't, I don't know why. West Bend, Wisconsin. Wallace Lake, I think, area. And I heard bells. Literally, I thought they were Santa bells. We went outside and I seriously thought I saw tracks. The spirit of Christmas is alive. No matter if you want to believe in, in Santa Claus, if he's fake or he's real. But I share, I share those because those brought me joy and fulfillment as I reflect on them. And and I and I have I do the same thing. We started listening to Christmas music probably a week and a half ago. Why do I listen to it? Because it brings me joy and fulfillment. Don't judge me because I'm listening to Christmas music before Thanksgiving. The question you should be asking is: Does it make you? Does it fill you with joy? Does it fill you with fulfillment? Right before my podcast today, before I jumped on, I I had to play a song. The good guy, the good times go by so fast. It's just, it's so true. So enjoy those moments, the joy moments, those joyful moments. When your kids come down the stairs in the morning and excited, they wake you up at six o'clock in the morning on Christmas day to open presents. Be joyful. Because as you reflect when you're 80 years old, you're going to wish you had those moments back. So five to seven stories in your life that you have achieved and you're very proud of. And it's vital to select the stories from different aspects of your life. For example, things that you pursued, right? Creative pursuits, professional accomplishments. One of my biggest professional accomplishments was being a professional basketball coach where I coached WNBA basketball players and professional basketball players. Also was a general manager. 
And also, you know, education. I have a master's degree. Thought about getting a doctorate's degree or doctrix. Doc, maybe if I can learn how to say that correctly, a doctorate. Relationships. What brings joy there? Community service leadership activities. Are you volunteering in your community? What, about, what kind of hobbies do you have? What about leisure activities? Do you go for a walk? Do you and your spouse go for a walk after dinner? You know, focus on the positive aspects of those stories. And then after you, after you reflect on those, write them down. And I want you to think of these statements as you're, you are writing. I want you to think of what were you doing that made you feel fulfilled? I'm 50 years old. My mom used to make this Fleischbrook recipe. It took me till I was 50 years old to reincarnate, recreate this recipe. Man, it made me fulfilled. The smell, the aroma, the taste brought me back to my childhood memories. So what were you doing that made you feel fulfilled? Or how about this? What did you learn from that episode? I can give you a story. I gave you that story, but the, the, the situation that I was in with the dark moment, what did I learn from that? I learned that I need to be more prepared on how to use life jackets. Are there enough life jackets on the boat? Everybody has a life jacket on when they go in the water. I don't care if you know how to swim. And then what positive emotions do you experience in that particular story? So that's number one. Get a free whoop one month for free by clicking on the link in the bio. Number two, the perfect world. Is there such a thing? What do you guys think? Is there, a, is there such a thing as a perfect world? No, there's not. But bear with me here. In the perfect world or ideally perfect world, let's do it that way. Think about your ideal world. What would it look like to you? This would, and would this world in which you are in, would people care about being happy and fulfilled? Would they consider how the picture aligns with your passions and your dharma? Because if so, then you, then you, then you should answer these questions. What are you doing to get closer to creating that ideal world that you live in? You know, so it's interesting because we'll drive into, I don't, I don't live in Milwaukee. I live in the outskirts of Milwaukee. But as I drive into Milwaukee, my daughter is so perpetuated, perplexed, I should say, perplexed by so much litter and garbage. Well, truly, if you want to live in an ideal world, quote unquote, perfect world, there's no such thing as perfect world, but close to it, maybe just get a garbage bag and go clean it up, Right? Michael, you're not really explaining your purpose. Well, if your world that you want to live in is a clean society and I, it's a clean area, well, go clean it up because that's going to create more purpose for you. And after you do something like that, how are you going to feel? Make sure to check out www.livetothrive.com. I go to the, the gym sometimes twice a day. That's only two days a week, but I don't go to work out. Uh, my second time is a steam, a sauna, and a whirlpool. And I really strive and I really love, I get to create conversations. And I recently had a conversation about, with with a, a, a lovely lady who, who, who's there, I've met before. But her husband's going through dementia. So she's really struggling. So I asked her this question. 
How do you want me to pray for you? And I think that's one of the most powerful tools that you can give back because it aligns then with your purpose. My purpose is to give back. My purpose is to spread love, to spread kindness. I may have figured it out a little later in life, but I figured it out. And now I have a great formula of success where I have clients that are thriving from it, from a mental mindset perspective to a positive outlook on life while transforming their life and then talking about purpose, which I'm doing right now. But maybe ask someone, maybe your ideal life is making other people feel better about themselves. Maybe it's maybe your ideal life or ideal world that you want to live in is you see people with their head up smiling. And you know what? You don't need to get the good morning back or the great morning back because they may be just having a day. But they can reflect and be like, yeah, gosh, I got cut off by this person. My cart ran into my car. Yeah, that person said good morning to me. That was really nice. That person let me in in on the highway. That was really nice. How and what are you doing to get closer to your ideal life or your ideal world? How are you using your strengths in working towards creating this ideal world? What's your strength? Michael, I don't have any strengths. You do. And if you don't know, you can DM me. I can show you your strengths. I'll give you some free information right now. And I do this with my clients. And I, I'm literally, I don't believe I'm, I'm giving this information right now. The wheel of life. Fill that out. Put it on your refrigerator. That's going to tell you where your strengths and weaknesses are. Hone in on those. Hone on your strengths. And then you can work on your weaknesses. The other question I want you to ask on step two is, what is the positive impact on this world? And how will the world be a better place as a result of the activities that you just did? Smiling, putting the card away, paying for someone behind you at the grocery store. Have you done that? I often do it when my daughter's around. You know why? Because I want her to understand that this world's not just about us. It's about giving back. Dad, why did you do that? Honey, because we need to do that. We're meant to do that. If Jesus was here, and that's me speaking, I don't want to push my intentions on you. Just telling you. Because I tell you, without my creator, I wouldn't be here. If I didn't have faith, when I had to go through that scary surgery in May, literally everything that I have of working out and and staying in peak performance and then having that taken away for like a month and a half, you cannot work out. Man, you got to have faith and know you're going to get through it. Man, I was scared. I remember getting on the table. <laughs> Literally, I, was, I think I might have had tears in the eyes because the nurse had asked. I said, just, can I pray? And I was praying. I was praying right at that moment before they, they knocked me out because my creator does all things. Step three, I call purposeful qualities. Here is where the activities make an impact, all right? So go back and review your five to seven stories of your ideal world description all while identifying the following. Here they are. Purpose qualities. Identify your top strengths and talents. Let me say that again. Identify your top strengths and talents that you use when you are feeling joy and fulfillment. Observe them. How are your purpose qualities then intersect with your passion and your best self in what I call that flow state? That flow state is critical. That's when purpose and passion intersect. And then develop some purpose activities. Here's what I mean. 
When you're using purpose qualities, identify what you do in order to feel on purpose. Purpose activities are broad and all-encompassing as opposed to being specific in a particular job. Purpose activities can be, you, you can use words like inspire, empower, collaborate, uplift, guide. Purposeful activities. I want to talk about purposeful impact. What does that mean? From your stories now and your perfect world or ideal world, reflect on how your purpose activities result in a better world. Consider how your impact dovetails those core values and your passion. That will get you to understand your purpose. And my last step, really understanding your purpose statement and write it down. Write down your dharma and your purpose driven or your purpose life statement. Here are some writing prompts for you to take notes of. The purpose of my life is to fill in the blank. What I do on purpose, fill in the blank. Using my fill in the blank. My being or the qualities I bring to my purpose activity so that in order to fill in the blank, the impact or the outcome of what I am being and doing on purpose. Let me repeat those because that might have been a little tricky. So now you're, you're developing your writing prompts, right? So the purpose of my life is to fill in the blank. What do I do on purpose? Okay. What is the best version? When I do this on purpose, is this what who I am? I went off a little bit there. But but really, when you're doing this, if you're cutting someone off, is that you? Is that your ideal world, you guys? Do you want to live in an ideal world where people are constantly doing that to each other? So ask yourself, what do I do on purpose? And is that fulfilling the life that I want to live and the surrounding that I love, I want to be in? And then using my, that could be the qualities you bring for that purposeful activity. I want people to know that I'm kind. I want people to know that I'm compassionate. I want people to know that I'm grateful for them. I see them as humans. I don't see them as objects. I don't have my head down. So that in order to the impact or the outcome of what I am being and doing on purpose. This podcast today. I'm doing this on purpose so that you understand your purpose, your dharma. So that you can live a life fulfilled, excited, jubilee, joyous. What a great way to live. Why are you unhappy? You have a gift, a beautiful gift. I can help you find that gift. And when you're writing these down, be sure that your statement is sufficiently broad, okay? So, Because what it's going to do is it's going to encompass a vision of activities that is not limited on what you are doing currently today, right? We talked about that earlier in the pod. I'm going to give you some, because you're all like, give me some examples, Michael. Give me some examples. I got you. So here are some life purpose example statements that I want to use. So let's just take a, a person that's maybe in the art sector, maybe an educator, Here's what their statement would be. The purpose of my life is to be selflessly, is to live selflessly, genuinely and honest, create spaces of open-mindedness and empathy in our culture to promote happiness, freedom, and respect for all. 
I'm going to give you an example of, let's say, a, a musician who loves to maybe champion diversity. The purpose of my life is to power, powerfully and creatively uplift others so that we express ourselves freely and create a diverse and just society. Here's somebody from a theater perspective. The purpose of my life is to lovingly and collaboratively inspire and empower. I love those words. I use those in mind. I'm going to give you guys mine in a second because I know you guys want to hear mine. Deep connection in order to forge a positive network and create a wave of transformative change. All right. I know you guys want mine. Here's mine. My dharma, my purposeful life statement. My purpose is to expertly and passionately inspire and empower others. To love them, to spread joy, to show faith and flow so that I can spread my wisdom while showing people my purpose that is so magically exhilarating and purposeful in the context of this beautiful world. And how do I use my life purpose statement or my Dharma, newsflash Dharma? You guys, it's not a job description. Let me just be real clear on that. What it is, it's meant to be a broad statement and apply to all areas of your life. So going back to the the wheel, right? Emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially. It's not just in your professional life. Because the more clarity you have around your purpose, the more success you will have in channeling your inner talents to guess what? Make the world a better place. And I know that's what my life's about. Yours can be the same. Yours can be the same. Your purpose can guide you as you assess your current life and fulfill your dreams. Because I am truly a product of that. Three years ago today, I was depressed. I was unhappy. I was not in a good, healthy relationship. I was going through the motions, living something that I didn't like. I know you guys. I know what you're going through because I was there. I want to ask you guys these questions before I leave today. And I really hope that today's podcast was powerful. And I I miss my guy, Tony Glover, because he does a really good job of spitting some good wisdom out here. Here's some questions to ask yourself. What do you currently do that serves your purpose? What opportunities can you pursue to help you live your purpose life? What areas might you explore that align with your purpose? How can you say no to things that fall outside of your purpose? I always I talk about this a lot in my, my 12-week program with my clients is setting up quality boundaries. By filtering your life decisions through the lens of purpose and dharma, you guys, you're able to feel more in charge of your life. You'll feel more experience of your life, more fulfillment, and knowing that will help you with joy gratitude, fulfillment. Now, without struggle, without coasting through your life and not taking time to truly smell the roses, life is too short. I drive in in the morning. As I come up this hill, it's, it might be changing now a little bit, but the beautiful fall colors. I really take moment to say, wow, my eyes get to see such a beautiful thing. And finally, if you are not sure of your path, you guys, The earlier part described of developing your life purpose statement, this can be a sounding board to help you guide you as you explore different areas of your life. And don't just do this one time. 
You need to reflect on it yearly. And once you've done it, go on your calendar and put you need to reflect on it again because it yearly changes. And as you explore your, your life purpose statement, you can inspire you to go out into the world and, and have the kinds of fulfilling experiences that you deserve. And not only that you deserve, but you can tell you where you, where you are going and how you are serving your purpose. As I'm about to conclude today, take the time today, you all, and craft your life purpose statement and see what a valuable tool it is to to promoting clarity and fulfillment in your life. You guys, I love you. And as we are finishing up today, in the next two weeks, maybe all the way up until Christmas, double your gratitude. Double it. What are you thankful for? Times two. As always... 1% better in mind, body, and soul. Stay flex! Please make sure to pass this podcast on to five others. Please go to the review section. Give us a quality review. We appreciate it. Thank you sincerely from the bottom of our hearts from Coach Glover and Coach Hicks. 1% better in mind, body, and soul.